I'm Jeff. I'm Jason. And it's the hour. And on today's snowy episode. Oh, oh, horrible news for Grandma. And Brayden is getting more than coal for Christmas. Meanwhile, a package thief gets some shit. Later, the quality of these tomatoes is a little shaky. And finally, woman loses a lotto ticket because she's a twat. Yeah. But before that, a, our Christmas story. Was the week before Christmas, and all through the house of representatives, a COVID bill languished because McConnell's a louse. With the Georgia runoff looming, democracy hung by threads. While donations from lobbyists danced through politician heads. Trump was still tweeting, but so was AOC, and attack ads were blaring across your TV. But what to our wondrous ears should appear? But the hour podcast to distract us from all of our fears. Ah, that's kind of sweet. <laughs> Welcome. I wish I had some jingle bells. Surely there's something in the, you know, sound files of GarageBand. Nothing beats actual jingle bells, though. <laughs> I can go get the bells off the door for the dogs. <laughs> oh, do your dogs have the bell? They do, to let us know. Yeah. My, they my, like to bring it just when they're bored, though. That's the same thing that my dog did. My, the, that that was actually, so that was an, on when I was going to say, how was my week? I'll just jump, dive right into it because we were already talking about right it. Dive right in. Tell me about how your week was. <clears throat> so having elderly dogs, mm-hmm. like you know, you've had elderly dogs. A few. It's the I worst. Mean, the the one was seventeen. Yeah. Let's see. We ninety ninety seven. It's it's like um I don't know. So yesterday I'm si- I'm in a work meeting right. Yes. And I'm sitting. This is yesterday. I'm were sitting... all your troubles so far away? Yeah, no, they were very close. Oh. <laughs> um, I suppose put them very far away. That's true. I should I should work on that. So I'm sitting here and uh, I hear a very um, like very sad and pitiful whining coming from my bedroom, like a dog whining kind of thing. And uh, so I pause. Well, I I mute my meeting and I go in to see, and my dog Callie is like she's like laying on a pillow but like her two front legs are kind of sp- splayed out and it looks like she can't get up and she's like struggling it looks like she can't get up mm-hmm. and so i'm like oh no this is it like she's dying ha- right now have you considered getting her life alert because if you've fallen and you can't get up that that helps i'm gonna start calling her grandma callie so i picked her up you know and i i put her on the ground and she was she could stand and she could walk except for she uh, was limping on one of her front paws and so, you know, I did my thing, you know, my little yeah. act like I know what I'm doing and try to figure out where it's coming from. And she had like a little sore on her like wrist where the wrist would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I touched that, she would just yelp in like in pain. Like she was in a lot of pain. Right. And like okay. she could barely walk on her paws. So I said, OK, yeah. I'll call the vet. So I called the vet. I made an appointment for Friday. Um, and this vet is weird because like I talked to the. Um, I don't, I don't know if you could receptionist, vet tech, I don't know who I talked to. It was a different person than the doctor. So she was like, you don't have any appointments until Friday. I said, that's fine. She's like in pain, but it's not really bad. So I'll bring her in Friday anyway. Anyway, the, so the vet called back like t- 10 minutes later and was like, are you sure it's not an emergency? Cause we can fit her in now. I'm like, no, it's not an emergency. 
But like, if you can fit her in now, why did you say no appointments until Friday? Yeah. Anyway, so I'm thinking I'll give it well, a day, and if it gets worse, I'll call them back and I'll see if they can fit us in. Bitch is not limping at all today, at oh, all. Of course, of course. She's such a little crybaby about her little paws, because they are very small and thin and delicate. I'll give her that. Dainty. Very dainty paws she's got. Um, unless she's jumping up on you, in which case they're paws of steel. Yes. Stomping on nuts. <laughs> So anyway, so she's fine now. She's not limping at all. She doesn't yelp when I touch it anymore. So I'm going to have to cancel the vet appointment. But like, We had the, the same fuck, thing with our, our most elderly dog we ever had. Yeah. Uh, he was limping all around, just like limping, limping. And so we take him into an emergency vet because it was like the 4th of July weekend. Oh, yeah, so yeah. We get him into the emergency vet and he gets in there. No limps. Totally fine. <laughs> at Actually, the vet? No big deal. He's like, why are we here? What's going on? Yeah, walking all around. Uh, and the vet was fantastic. Like, he actually was our regular vet. He, like, travels around, and he was on duty in the um, the emergency oh, yeah, yeah. vet that we went to that was opened on 4th of July weekend or whatever it was. Uh, and so he was like, oh, well, do you have a deck? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, well, labs like to jump off things. And I bet he was like, oh, I'm going to jump off this deck. Uh, and then it just kind of, like, strained him. So he'll be fine. <laughs> like, okay, thanks. He'll be fine. That's that's good to hear from a vet. The the thing I loved about this vet is he talked to the dogs as if they like understood him. <laughs> like like when he's he was grabbing like his paw and like moving it around to see uh, how it might be hurt, and he's like, "Okay, I am going to grab your paw and I am going to move it." Okay, <laughs> and he like started doing that. He's like, "Okay, now I'm going to put my hand on your uh, back leg." Okay, uh, and. You know, our dog was just like, yes, okay, this is fine. Yes, continue. Yes, this is... No, what? What? Okay, no, yep, that's fine. That's fine. So, he was a good vet. I liked him. Yeah, that's good. I don't know where he is now, but he's not our current vet. He he moved on somewhere. Oh, somewhere well. back. <clears throat> hopefully... I, I hear he's in a, a farm upstate New York. <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully not over the Rainbow Bridge. <laughs> so, just now, just now I let my dogs out, right? And, and Callie's outside, and she's taking a long time to poop. You know, it takes a long time. For these elderly dogs to poop. So she finally comes in and she immediately starts dragging her ass on the carpet. Like (laughs) she rarely does it. But a couple times she has done it and she's left a little brown streak on the carpet. Mm. I didn't didn't want that, right? No. I don't see one now. I'll probably have to. I mean, these carpets are going to have to be destroyed. So one of our dogs did that recently. Uh, and as you know, we've gotten new carpet recently. Uh, oh, after the new a carpet brown streak, and I was like, "Oh, you son of a bitch! Here's, this is—I'm gonna kill you." Here's the thing, and I—I I don't mean to seem heartless, but um, at this point, my dogs—they've <laughs> got a price tag on them, mm-hmm. right? And it's about two thousand dollars. <laughs> And that's a, that's that's a lot of money for 13-year-old dogs. I think that's pretty generous. That I so I have a family member who basically had a policy of if it costs more than putting them to sleep, we'll put them to sleep. Oh, putting them to sleep was like, like 20 bucks, I, right? It's like it's it's not expensive to put them to sleep. This family member also uh took in an animal from another family member uh supposedly temporarily and it turned into not so temporarily uh, uh-huh. and decided to just put that animal outside it was a cat and was like go find your own home wow i was like that's not so like i'm in my room 
and this cat is at my window, like meowing, desperate because oh. it doesn't go outside. It's declawed. Oh, geez, that's uh, bad. And so, you know, I let it back in. I'm like, what the frig are you doing? Cats can't go find their own house. Like, that's not how this works. You agreed to take this animal in. It is your responsibility. Right. They have a house. It's yours. Yes, exactly. Eventually, we did find a new home. We found a new home for it. Yeah. Uh, which was stupid. Uh, anyway. But, yeah. So, so uh, what I was going to say was every day, every day older they get, that $2,000 goes down and down as the law of diminishing returns. And it seems very heartless. But, I, you know, it's the suffering and stuff. And, like, it's... I mean, at some point, like, yeah, suffering, now... quality of life, and then the. I don't know. I guess a business person would say the return on investment. Yeah, right. Like, well, and now she like she can't tug on a rope anymore, which was one of her favorite things because I think oh, her teeth are bad. So yeah. like they're gonna have to pull her teeth and stuff, and then she's gonna look weird. And I don't want her to have like I don't know. Well, maybe you can I, get her some false teeth. I could, yeah. Human false teeth. I, I could get, I, get her some truth teeth. Some truth which teeth would be probably better. What are truth teeth? They're the opposite of false teeth. Oh, the teeth that don't lie. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They only are available from Shakira. <laughs> She's branching out. Yeah. Now, to be fair, with to with my fair. my dollar amount, <laughs> um, if I if I was old and sick, I would want someone to be someone to put me out of my misery too. <laughs> Sorry, Grandpa, you're a little too expensive. Sorry, Gramps. It's, it's super to buy you a plot. So, yeah, it's the state of our healthcare system, you know, like cancer treatment is going to be like 65k and we had a price tag of 60,000 on you, so pff, bye. <laughs> I'm going to roll you off the cliff like they did the uh, grandma dinosaur in the dinosaurs sitcom. <laughs> I thought they threw her into a pit of tar. Well, maybe that's it. They didn't do it. Uh Yeah, they did. They kept her. Yeah, they kept Apparently her, yeah. that's coming to Disney Plus. Is that right? I will be very I happy to watch that show. I, I love that show. Email. Uh, it was coming to I used to love that I, I enjoyed that when he went to get like a beer or something out of the fridge all those arms would come out oh yeah <laughs> they seem like they seem like um they didn't seem like uh meat eaters they seemed like uh I don't know maybe they were they didn't seem to have sharp teeth they had kind of dull teeth that I think they probably just wanted them to not appear very you know I, I think mean. it depended too it seemed like Earl was uh possibly more carnivorous than his wife and kids Right. Seem like different dinosaurs. Like the the young the daughter was a freaking triceratops. How did that work? I well, wasn't the boss a triceratops too? Oh well, maybe that's how. Mm. Maybe that's how he got his job. Scandalous. <laughs> well, Jason, how was your week? My wait, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Before you start, uh-huh. what you're hearing right now is the zoomies, the old dog zoomies. Okay. Okay. Our cat- zoomies yeah they're 13 and they're still getting the zoomies that means they're happy right that seems like a happy thing it seems like a very happy thing yeah we need to wait for this to stop okay now now eva's chewing on callie's whiskers callie doesn't like it yeah totally uh, i'll go pee oh okay okay i'll be right back okay jason's leaving but i'm not gonna pause because I want the dogs to continue fighting. Not fighting. <laughs> zooming. Oh. Oh, dog. Oh. Hey. It's too much. It's too much. Nope. You can't. You can't bite each other and be mean. Only friendly playing is loud in my house. Are we good? 
Everybody good? Are we separated? All right, we're good. Now we're ready to, to continue the podcast. So now I'll pause. Jason doesn't know this, but I'm going to pause now, and then we'll come back. And we're back. So when I was uh, I was just pouring a drink for myself, and I, I, I'm singing to myself, I say, I'm not measuring. I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my daughter doesn't know that that what uh, movie that comes from because she won't watch it. Um, but she thinks it's hilarious when I say, I'm not listening. La, 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 la. She won't even watch it. Wait, what is that movie from? Uh, or what is it? The Emperor's is New Groove. That's right. That's right. I was like, I know that. Yeah. I know that. What is it? Yeah. And like my brain was trying to go through the file cabinets. But as I am old now, apparently, uh, it doesn't know where everything's logged anymore. You're practically 40. No, I'm I'm actually forty. Well, you could be actually and practically the same age, is what I'm saying. So, uh, <laughs> on my birthday, we had uh, you you weren't you weren't able to attend. Uh, you had some hockey. We had a like a a trivia night kind of thing, and after trivia night, we stayed on the Zoom and just kind of chatted. Yeah. And my friends were basically like, "Well, you know, you're almost dead now. So, what's on your list of things you need to get done before you know it's too late?" <laughs> Bucket list. And I was like, am I, am I really, is that, is that where I'm at? Cause I don't feel like that's where I'm at. So, no, I, I think you, I think, I think many of us, maybe not me, but many of us will live to be 90 or a hundred. I think, cause they, I, well, they say quote unquote, they say the person's going to live to like what 150 has already been born. I mean, I plan to live to 120. Okay. So. That's fine. At least, at least. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to. Drive off a cliff at 48, I think, is my limit. <laughs> That's not very far away. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Got about a decade left in me, and I'm, that's it. I'm out. Tapping out. How, hey, hey, Jason, how was, yeah. how was your week, sir? Uh, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah? Uh, my students are testing this week, so Ooh. that means... Testing what? Uh, so they have the standardized new tests. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, my nerves is what they usually are <laughs> uh, No, they have uh, some standardized tests, so they don't have time to be in my class. Uh, at least one grade. I'm still teaching the other grade. It's the the younger grade is testing. Uh, so that was allowed me to ke- catch up and kind of be proactive, which is nice. It's the first time all year I've been able to do that. Good. Uh, so good. that's been that's been good. Uh, I. Th- I think I'm mostly finished with Christmas shopping. I have to figure out something for my grandma. She's always the hardest. Like, what do you get someone who doesn't go anywhere, has no friends, and doesn't do anything? Uh, uh, a deck of cards? <laughs> she doesn't play cards. <laughs> Maybe she I mean, will. That's the thing. I she's... guess she's real good at solitaire. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. This... After this break, so we're thinking of getting her the so for my wife for Mother's Day or her birthday, I don't remember which. We got her a subscription to a company that gives you a flower arrangement every month. Okay, that's cute. And so we thought that might be like she loves it when we get her flowers, and so every month she'd get a new set of flowers, and that could be fun. So we're thinking about that. That might be a thing. Um, but she's she's about the only one left that we have to buy for. Okay. So, most most everyone else like there's a few things that i i've been on the fence about like we've got people gifts and i'm like well what if i add this on um 
so we might do that. But uh, in general, Christmas shopping is done. Yeah. So that's, that is good. That is a bit of stress. Uh, we've been this year. I was very big on budgeting. And good. so I made up a, a 2020 budget for the entire year. Okay. And every month, part of the budget was to take money and put it in our savings account for Christmas. Mm. So we have a stockpile of cash. That's good budgeting, yeah. Of how much we were planning on spending on each person. So we're not like putting anything on the, I mean, it's going on a credit card right now because, you know, I don't want my wife to see where I'm buying things from because right. some gifts are hers. Plus you got to uh, get those points, money, you know? Yeah. And I get points. Definitely. <laughs> you know how many points I have for, uh, I got a holiday in card. Um, 6,000. <laughs> Try again. Is it more? It is way more. Is it a point per dollar? Uh, so you spend? Oh, oh, I meant I meant stockpiled up. Oh, twenty thousand. Try again. A hundred thousand. Take that and multiply. I'll take that and multiply it by two and a half. Bro, you're taking us on vacation. <laughs> Seriously, I've got like <laughs> I've got like almost three hundred thousand points. Holy shit! So uh, because we didn't go anywhere this year, so yeah. Um, but it's Holiday Inn, so oh, you still yeah. you got to stay at a Holiday Inn. Yeah. They're not, Here's... they're not fantastic. I mean, they're good for like when you're doing when we've done like cross country trips, they're good for that. Like you get a free breakfast if you stay at an express and it's decent. And they're if not you need a decent good. hotel, it's yeah. not luxurious. You got to have a place yeah. to sleep. You're going to have a three day old bagel that's been frozen. Actually, their breakfasts now include like, you know, omelets and oh. they got like a pancake machine and at all of them. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, very nice. Yeah. And there's always an Applebee's nearby in case you want to dine on some riblets. <laughs> that is true. The last, uh, the last <laughs> holiday and I stayed in, I believe, was in Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. And it was right down the street from an Applebee's. <laughs> and they Parker. all are. <laughs> it's it's like uh you know Toys R Us were always near my not Meyer uh, Michaels and yep. DSW like they're all together. Uh, so anyway, yes, I, I'm done with my shopping, and that makes me happy. Friday is my last day of teaching until 2021, so I get to be on break, and that's exciting. Um, I started listening to a new podcast. What? And actually, I think you might be interested in this you one. You bastard. <laughs> um, so my my former boss, at when I worked for Borders, her daughter lives in a van yeah you've but you've got in, my intention but not in the chris farley i live in a van down by the river right level. right so she lives in a van because she like is very into camping mm -hmm. and like going to like national parks and that kind of thing and so for the past two years she's lived in a van and traveled across the country hmm. and so Last month, she started doing a podcast to kind of tell her story and, like, the people she's met and the adventures, basically, she's been on. Uh, and it's called, like, Adventures in the Van, I believe. Okay. Does called. she record it from the van? So she <laughs> she does, generally. <laughs> uh, so the reason I know is because I, I'm friends with my old boss on, on Facebook, and she posted this week's episode because she was on it. Oh, nice. Like my, daughter, my daughter interviewed me to see how her mom thinks uh, her life living in a van, like how I feel about that, basically. Uh, and so I was like, oh, that's interesting. So I, I looked and there was only like five episodes and they're only 30 minutes long. So I was like, OK, uh, this is an investment I'm willing to make. And so I started listening to the first episode. And she's like, actually, you need to listen to this 
other podcast because this person I met interviewed me and it tells the story of how I started living and doing this van life thing. And it was quite a story. I was like, wow, that's, that's some messed up crap that got her to where she's at right yeah. now. Uh, so I found it very entertaining. I listened to all five episodes. Uh, but yeah, so she basically lives in the van and travels around with her dog to national parks and meets people and does things. And it's interesting. Yeah, but what's the price tag on her dog's head? That's what I need to know. On her dog's head? Yeah, like, you know, at the vet. At the vet. Well, that's that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> you know, what what is vet life like? You know, how do you get to the vets? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm uh, sure there are vets everywhere. I wonder I, if they have to go, if they're out in the middle of nowhere, they go to those vets that they have to do like, a, you know, an iguana, a horse, chicken, all in the same They do all the vets. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to a dog clinic. You're You're just at the generic... Noah's Ark vet. <laughs> right. So that happened. So that was what I kind of spent the last day or two doing. Okay. Uh, and uh, I got a new phone. What? I did. What? I decided, so we switched carriers because it was super expensive. We had AT&T and it was shitty. Uh-huh. Horrible. Uh-huh. Bad service and super expensive. AT&T is not a sponsor, by the way. Definitely not a sponsor. <laughs> I mean, I'll say nice things about them if they want to pay me. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Me too. But in a tone to make you understand what I really think. Right. Uh, so we switched carriers and switching. I could have just transferred my phone over. No big deal. Uh, it's had some battery problems. It was a 6S, so it's a bit old. Uh, I've had it since my daughter was a toddler. Mm. Uh, um, the older one or the younger one? The the younger one. Okay. Uh and so I, I was fine with my phone, but everyone was giving me crap about me being like grumpy old man. Like, oh, I like my button. Bleh. That's literally why you didn't get a new phone is because you liked your button. Uh, well, OK, that's not literally why I got my new phone, why I didn't get a new phone, uh, because I did get a new phone. I did like my button. I liked the way my phone worked. But more importantly, I liked not paying for a phone. Oh, phone well, yeah, yeah. Investment. And I'm also a person that like. It still worked. If right. it still works, I shouldn't waste resources and money to buy a new one. It does what it's supposed to do. In fact, for a while, I considered just getting rid of a phone. And not like, having a phone at all? Who the fuck needs to talk to me? I do. Okay, yes. But <laughs> you could message me on different platforms. Yeah, right? that's true. Like, we don't call each other. No. We don't talk on the phone. I the don't. only person I talk on the phone to is my grandma. That's it. And you could just get a landline for that, right? I, I could. Or a, a Google Voice number, maybe? A Google Voice number, perhaps? Call her from your laptop. Do I really need a phone? And so, like, my wife has also been giving me a hard time for weeks because I was like, I, she's like, well, you know, you, you text people, too. And I was like, not really. I mean, so we're on a group text, as you know. Uh, yeah. Me and my wife and friend of the show, Eric. Sure. That, and basically, the text you send me and the text I receive on the group chat, that's most of the text that I receive throughout the month. Okay. So you're saying you don't want me to text me? You don't want me to text you anymore? Is that what you're saying? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying... You don't like being part it, of the group text anymore? Is, is that what really, you're saying? Is it worth $100 a month? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> so I have... um. A few group texts that cropped up after COVID cropped up, and they are uh, life-giving and affirming, and I, I need them 
in my life that the one that you mentioned with me uh and you and becky and eric that one is like i need it i need to be in touch with my friends that way because i can't see them in person so part of the problem though with that group text is that you all do a lot of texting during the day while i'm teaching yes and i can't text i can't be i can't participate right well you can text after you're done and but and then by the time i'm done like y'all have moved on and you're like eating dinner or something uh, <laughs> or napping. And so I can't napping be like, is a big thing hey, remember that thing you said at 11 a.m uh, here's my response so here's the problem and the problem is eric with his android because otherwise that, you could go through and react to each message we could switch to uh facebook messenger but i don't want to switch to facebook messenger for that yeah. i mean i can do some reactions from my computer and since i've been home teaching it's been better but when I was at the like when I'm in the classroom, there's not much I can do. Yeah, but when you do the reactions from your from your iPhone, uh, all it says is Jason reacted to a message. Yeah, but at least I can participate, sort of. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. But like I said, that's that's basically it. Though now every time I get a text, my wife's like, "Oh, I thought you didn't get texts." <laughs> He's texting you now. I thought you didn't get those. And I was like, look, I am texting Jeff about business. Business. We run a podcast, right. Rebecca. We're in the red, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. I was like, I actually said, you know that we can make zero dollars. <laughs> I checked. Our accountant, Eva, is giving me a look right now. She's like, yeah, you're in the red. <laughs> this, is, this is actually true with the cost of uh, hosting yeah. uh, and mics. And... We're having squirrel meat for dinner. <laughs> she's fine with that I'll she's catch totally it. fine That's yeah fine. she does she does squirrel haystacks <laughs> squirrel stacks. some cream of squirrel ch- soup and uh some cheese a little bit of chow mein noodles some squirrel wad souffle <laughs> squirrel wad souffle exactly um but yeah so i got a new phone the camera is fantastic oh yeah like so I, I did a test. I, I was sitting on my couch and I took a picture of our Christmas tree with my old phone. And then I sent it to my new phone. And then I took a picture of the Christmas tree from the exact same position. Like I didn't do any filters or any difference. I just like the generic. I'm taking a picture. Right. Uh, and then I posted them both on Instagram. And it's it's like my old phone is a Civil War reporter <laughs> taking pictures of things. Like I look at the picture and I can hear Ken Burns music. Right. In the background. What were those old photos called? Tintypes or um... <laughs> exactly? Yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> like Kodak looked at it and was like, "Would you like us to digitize that for you?" <laughs> right. We could, we could do that. It'll cost you fifty dollars. It's going to be in the Library of Congress. <laughs> All right, hold still for thirty seconds. Here we go. <laughs> uh, no one smiles. No. Hey, uh, so so speaking of gifts, um, for twenty minutes ago, um, you know how it's the thought that counts. Yes. So yes. we we decided, and you weren't in this conversation. Your wife and I decided that we were going to exchange gifts for the children for Christmas because yeah. we just don't. She told me about this. Yeah. yeah okay. Me updated. So if if I was going to get your child a gift, mm-hmm. and if money was not an object, mm-hmm. uh, I would probably get her this little passports thing. Have you heard of this? Yes. Yes, I have. So you get this like little travely suitcase. Yep. Not a sponsor, by the way. You get this little travely suitcase with all these little travely things in it, and then every month they send you new information about uh, new information and also um, um, not trinkets. What do you call them? Souvenirs 
from a different country. Like next month they're doing Brazil. So they're going to send you like a little souvenir from Brazil and like tell you about the country or whatever. And I thought that would be so cute for your daughter, who I know, the younger one, who I know loves to travel um, and, uh, you know, is stuck at home for at least the next six months. This is true. Until the, the kids can get the vaccine, you know. Uh, but that's what I would. It's, it's the thought that counts, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, In, indeed, the good. thought is allegedly what matters. That's allegedly true. <laughs> Speaking of things that are alleged, uh, we've got a podcast. We do, we do. So if you have some ideas of what gifts you would think about getting us, uh, because it is the thought that counts, if it, uh, if, you can email them and yeah. tell us what you would have got us at thehourpod at gmail dot com. If money was not an object, what would you get us? Right. I mean, um, if money. Uh, all right. If we're going to go with money is not an object, like a dinosaur bone or something would be the coolest thing. Well, I mean, don't give them ideas. They have to come. You up know where we need own. to go? Yes. There's a, a park in western Colorado, like near the Utah border uh, with like dinosaurs. It's like Dinosaur National Park or Dinosaur National Monument or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you see the dinosaur bones right there in the rock. Like fossilized dinosaur footprints. Like you can see the actual things. That sounds neat. Right? We should go there in 2025. <laughs> Once we have our vaccine and can <laughs> right. travel Once everything again. calms down, yeah. You know, it was interesting. I heard that Mike Pence and his wife are getting the vaccine, which is very, very fascinating since it's all a hoax. It's all a hoax. And why are they getting the vaccine? Like, are they getting it first over They're other people? They're getting it this week. What a bunch of fucking cocksuckers i swear to god i hate whoa, those whoa, fucking whoa. people mother would never would never suck a cock so no, like pits but father would because he's definitely someone who calls his wife mother <laughs> right yeah so also you could um uh, like us on facebook at facebook.com slash the hour pod uh, or tweet us at the hour pod we're having a bit of technical difficulties jason i i only see a screen that says loading Really? Yeah. So I can't. I would not be able to participate. Oh, there was something. It's back. So, so I went to present mode. Uh huh. It just says loading now. It just says loading. It hasn't yeah. updated yet. So I've been giving training uh, at work. Okay. It, it, I call it training because it's 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 not training, but it's complicated. Anyway, so in the first half of the day, from like eight until noon, I'm in training. So I'm literally in this spot for four hours Yeesh. in the morning. And now I'm like here, <laughs> and now we're having technical di- difficulties as we do it always in the trainings and stuff. Like, I'm sorry I was on mute, or I'm sorry Teams wasn't working, or whatever. Oh, it's good. It's like work for me. <laughs> Which is just what you want your hobbies to feel like. Exactly. Exactly, Seth. <laughs> do we have any updates today? We do have some updates. Beautiful. So- in episode 117, we have to stop Ryan Seacrest or Two Guys, a Girl, and a Tile Mosaic from Pompeii. Uh, Jeff was very concerned when I said I was going to the orchard uh, that I was confusing listeners about what orchard it was that I was going to. What kind of orchard? He, he suggested possibly a peach orchard. Yeah. Uh, and I said, if you are confused, please let us know. I will stand corrected and apologize for giving Jeff a hard time. I was not corrected. You were never corrected. I was never corrected. No one emailed in to say that they were confused. Oh, okay. So that sounds good. There you go. Uh, but speaking of corrections, yeah, we do have a correction because okay. in also episode one seventeen, we have to stop Ryan Seacrest or two guys, a girl, and a tile mosaic from Pompeii. Uh, Jeff was talking about the actress who plays Michael Burnham and called her Shoniqua with an H, Martin Green. But there is no H. It is Sinequa 
Martin Green. And you've checked on that pronunciation. Are you sure? I I 100% checked. I found a video of her saying her name and multiple her, she times. She said, my name is Sonequa. Okay. Sonequa, yes. I apologize Sonequa. to Miss Green, Miss Martin Green. Miss Martin Green. For this. Oh, oh. Uh, Discovery. Bro, uh-huh. so good. It's so good. I haven't watched this week's episode yet, but it's so good. Is it out? I thought it didn't come out until Thursdays. It doesn't. That's why okay. I haven't watched it yet. That's why you haven't watched it, because it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They they went on a detour into the mirror universe and I seemed very fillery. I don't I have never liked mirror universe episodes. I know. We talked about this last week. We did. Okay, good. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm I'm consistent from week to week. Yes. Okay. Well, I will I will go into it then cuz I probably went into it last week. Uh we also had a bit of uh listener feedback. Well, uh, really? Yes. So in episode 123, through a cat's anus the proper way, uh, we were talking about the fondue shortage. Yeah. And we were talking about raclette cheese. Yeah. And I believe I mentioned that I, I had no idea what this was. But turns out I have had this type of cheese. Okay. My cousin did like this uh, holiday party. So it was two of my cousins. My one co- my older cousin uh, hosted it. And then we had like this raclette cheese. It was like a... It was like one of these stones that are hot, and you like you cook your meat and food right on the Ooh, stone. I love a good hot stone, yeah. Yeah, uh, and part of it was he cooked the cheese right on there. And my other cousin made a traditional Christmas pudding. Really? Oh. Which, which basically is like a kind of like a fruit cake that you make and then hold on to for like seven months, and then you light it on fire. Oh. Okay. Like you put the you put the stuff like that chefs use, and then they flambe. You know, right? Uh, you put that on it, and then you light it on fire, and it, like, burns for a little second. And uh, I, myself, did not care for the Christmas pudding. Uh, not that it wasn't done well. She did a fantastic job. I know she listens sometimes to the podcast. I'm not sure if she's up to date because uh-huh. um, she started back at episode one, uh, which do- was, was a number of episodes ago. Again, uh, for our listeners, you don't have to start at one. <laughs> Just start at the most recent one. She wanted to hear it. She thought it was very funny. Like, she said that she and her husband, they were on their, like, honeymoon trip. Yeah. uh, Like, a year ago. uh, That they had to, like, stop listening because her husband was driving and tears were coming out of his eyes. And he couldn't see the road. Oh, wow. He's a great guy. I love him so much. He, like, has the best laugh. Um, (laughs) So, I'm not sure. She may listen to this episode at some point. Uh, She did a good job making the pudding. It just wasn't my thing. Yeah. It it, it tasted very alcoholic, which... You know, you put alcohol on it and light it on fire. It's going to taste like that, right? Oh yeah, Prue. Uh, Prue from the uh, Great British Baking Show loves a boozy cake. Yeah, a boozy pudding. Some people do. Some people don't. Yeah, I'm I'm not one of those. But mm. she did a great job doing it. Indeed. Um, so uh, that is the listener feedback that we have. Wonderful. Thanks. Speaking of feedback. Feedback. Yeah. Um, um, I believe the uh, reindeer. Mm-hmm. Have to take the feed back to their wherever they sleep at the North Pole. And speaking well, of reindeer, eat, like, they eat bread, eating bed, eat yeah, bread. Well, they probably eat, well. Do, they, do you think they eat bread? I think they eat. Um, from what I understand, they eat. Are oat, they on like an Atkins diet? They eat. They eat raw oatmeal with sprinkles on top. Oh, like Christmas cookie sprinkles? Y- yeah, or like glitter. <laughs> they just they just eat glitter plastic glitter but it's always with a little oatmeal right you leave it out on the porch and they eat it 
<laughs> you know, I know what sometimes when I've been at the grocery store and I'm looking at all the McCormick spices, I think, well, maybe should I should I get the glitter? So they have, you know, they have glitter pills, right? That'll make your poop glitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have heard that. Why? Yeah. Who's looking at their own poop? Well, if you poo in public and you want to be fabulous, you got to do sh- something. Actually, I'm sure there's probably an Instagram for that. Speaking of pooping in public, <laughs> because where else is Santa Claus going to go while he's out? He doesn't have a bathroom on the sleigh, does he? Well, apparently at this point, he shit the bed. So, <laughs> so uh, Santa Claus spread more than good cheer at a nursing home in Belgium with his visit leaving at least 75 people infected with COVID-19. 75 people! Contagious old St. Nicholas. Old people. Nursing home people. (laughs) Why do old people need to see Santa Claus? It makes them happy. And apparently it kills them off sooner. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they needed some room. (laughs) Uh, the super-spreading St. Nick was one of the first to fall sick after he visited the Himmelrich. Rijk? I don't know. It looks like an Ikea sofa name. <laughs> uh, care home in Antwerp following, followed by 61 elderly residents and 14 staff members. Yeah. It was made with the best intent, but it went wrong, Mayor. Oh, uh-huh. I've heard that excuse. Wim Kyer said, yeah. (laughs) Were they getting their picture taken with Santa? Like, were they sitting on his lap? They're bobbing for, uh, I don't know, whatever you get at Christmas time. Asking for a new life alert for Christmas? They were. They were. Yeah. Well, they they don't need the life alert because they're at the nursing home. They were asking for uh, microwave popcorn for Christmas because they're not allowed to cook it after Mildred burned hers. They and were tasting. Everyone his, had to go outside during the winter. <laughs> is that what they were doing? It was well, you know, having sex with Santa is a refreshing and tingly experience. Oh, it's interesting. It's all that mint. Uh, staff initially insisted that Santa, reportedly the son of one of the residents, wore a mask and adhered to safety protocols, as did the residents. However, photos of the meet and greet quickly proved that to be untrue. They, That's someone, right. I think probably someone meant to pull on his beard to see if it was real, and they pulled on his mask and they just pulled it off. I mean, I've I've heard nursing homes are a bit uh, loosey goosey, so it might not be the only thing they were pulling on. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Lots of STDs in nursing homes. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I've never, I haven't experienced it firsthand though. Well, you're not in a nursing home yet. Well, you don't know that. <laughs> Have your grandkids visited right, lately? <laughs> no. No, you sure? No, but it's not in Miracle on 34th Street. It's. Uh, well, you're not going to get gum in your beard? <laughs> Miracle on at 94 years old for me. <laughs> well, Giannis Verheyen. Oh, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. A rep from Armornia. Not the company so good. that runs the care home said everyone was shocked at what happened. <laughs> shocked! They said, so I had to do it in the FDR voice. Yeah, don't don't shock old people. This is not good. This, none of this is good. Like, I think maybe COVID might be worse than, than scaring them, you know? Keep your keep your one in the stink to yourself. Shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma got run over by a virus. <laughs> 
Sitting it on Santa's no lap si- on Christmas Eve. It makes no sense uh, to condemn the people, he said. Uh, he, the mayor, uh, said, because the staff was instead motivated to control the virus's spread. Yeah, super motivated by bringing a fucking Santa in full of COVID. I just don't understand. Why? Stay the fuck home. If what you're, are you doing? If you're old enough, right? And if you're... <laughs> If you're in a nursing home, you probably have some sort of dementia. Okay, I'll say that. Just have Santa record a video message, and they'll think he's there for real. They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Have him appear on the television. They don't know it's not real TV. Do they even know that Santa exists? (laughs) Do they know it's Christmas time at all? No, they don't. (laughs) I hate that song. I hate that song so much. (laughs) That's my one of my least favorite. I think we did a thing on the pod. Yeah. Like, what, two Christmases ago? Yeah. Gotta hate that song. Two so Christmases ago, I gave you some COVID. Hey, listen, uh, so 75 people, so if it's um 61 elderly, elderly residents, mm-hmm. we haven't heard how many of them are going to die from that yet. And if it's about 10%, uh, I mean, that's seven people. 10% for old people, right? For elderly and, like, less for younger people, I think. Uh, I don't know these statistics, so you got me. Overall, it's I think it's a four percent death rate when you get if you have COVID. It's you four percent of us die when hey, we get COVID. The, the the PowerPoint that my company sent us to tell us uh, that it's totally safe to be back in school next month mm-hmm. uh, said that it's it's no different than the flu and that it's a ninety nine percent recovery rate. Oh well, that's great. I'm so glad that this corporation is uh, deciding who lives and who dies. It's a great news. I, well, I think the kids are going to survive. Or at Indeed. least you hope. Well, do I? <laughs> Maybe not you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're going out. They're having sleepovers, going bowling. They are. Sure. I don't know. That's And that's so that's the shitty thing about like the governor shutting us down. No, someone has to shut us down. Because we won't stop going places and spreading COVID. It's like it's like saying, we can't "Oh, live our lives in fear." The government is preventing us from murdering people. Well, no, because people won't stop murdering. We wouldn't have a law against murder if people didn't murder people. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's bad. <laughs> so let's stop doing it. But we can't do it because we're humans. So we have to have laws to bring us down, to rein us in, so to speak. Come on, big rich. Speaking of rains. <laughs> And Santa's. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I segued us moments ago. So the last Santa in Belgium, they said, was allegedly the, the the son of one of the residents. But we know there's only one real Santa. And that COVID Santa wasn't just making old people sick. Hmm. He was making kids sick, too. Ooh. A Santa Claus who took photos with dozens of kids was diagnosed with COVID-19, Georgia officials say. Hmm. Also, Mrs. Claus, who was available for visits with children at the same event, also later received positive COVID-19 test results. I wonder if it goes, I wonder if it's um, species-specific for humans. I know it can pass to cats. I wonder if it can pass to reindeer. Or elves. Or elves, yeah, who aren't humans, right. There's not going to be any toys next year. All the elves are dead. Well, only 4% of them are dead. It's just like when Columbus arrived in the quote-unquote new world in 1492. Like wildfire. Elves have no natural immunity. They're all dead now. 
side note. So my my daughter's teacher, you know, I hear her talking about stuff, and it's it's very the the way that she like the the thought, I think is very nice. So they were learning about other cultures. Oh, okay. And the other cultures they were learning about were uh, Jewish people celebrating Hanukkah. Well, it was this week. Yeah, and um, uh, Muslim people celebrating uh, Ramadan. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> she kept she kept saying stuff like, "It's really important that we learn about other cultures." <laughs> <laughs> like she, we were learning about them, and it was great. But she made them made such a point to say that they were others; they were different from us. We, it's very important that we learn about these weirdos. <laughs> right. And they're weird things. They don't eat for a fucking month, I've heard, and they light fires for like eight days straight. You need to learn about these arsonists. <laughs> these arsonists. Bulimics. <laughs> Sorry, anorexics. Yeah, oh yeah, right. They're not eating and purging. They're just not eating. Well, so that's, it's just... It's just an interesting, like, she's doing the right thing, but not necessarily in the right way. You know, it's good intent, I mean, which is good. Yeah. Well, you know, my my stepdad once got a, a fortune cookie that uh, his fortune said, the the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> That's it. Which, which seems like a rough fortune. Like, what is, what's going on, Great Wall? Is that, isn't that a Bible quote? I think possibly. It, it's not just a fortune cookie quote. Well, it was a fortune cookie quote too. We should look up. I won't do it now because I'm not. Can't be bothered. Someone else should look up and email us what the where that quote comes from. Don't do it, Jason. Don't do it. Make our listeners do it. Make them work for our, it. Our they have to pay for the pod somehow. It? They're what? not gonna do it. It's an aphorism, the, of course. The exact origins of the proverb is unknown. Oh fuck! It's evolved over time. I can't believe you've done this. I mean. What, what are you going to do? Oh, I've got Muhammad in there, too, and the Bible. The Aeneid. Yeah. Unintended consequence. I'm just, I only read, when I read Wikipedia articles, I only read the blue. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, Henry G. Bond and John Ray and uh, Virgil's Aeneid and Ecclesiastes and Hadith Muhammad. And then there's procrastination, laziness, unintended consequences, invasive species, and Asian carp. So I'm ready. Asian carp? I know exactly what I'm talking about now. <sighs> well, both Santa and his wife pe- tested positive for COVID after playing the role of Santa and Mrs. Claus at a holiday-themed festivities. Oh, so again, this wasn't a real Santa. This was a, someone playing Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Indeed, because the real Santa isn't a fucking asshole. <laughs> Robert D. Parker... Chairman of the Long County Board of Commissioners said, I have personally known both Santa and Mrs. Claus my entire life, and I can assure everyone that they would have never knowingly done anything to place any children in danger. Uh, Officials say the pair didn't feel sick when they attended festivities following the annual Christmas parade Mm. in Ludowicz. Ludowicz? Ludowicz. Southwest of Savannah. Okay, so if it's southwest of Savannah, they're calling it Ludowicki. Ludowicki. Yeah. Ludowicki. Held by the Long County Chamber of Commerce. Do you think the county is really long? Or do you think it was named after a person? I'm sure it's over-exaggerated. I'm sure it is. It's like 70 miles long. It's really like five (laughs) miles long. 
Families with children who may have been exposed should follow guidelines from the CDC, including staying home, monitoring for fever and other coronavirus symptoms. Also, oh, I don't know. Maybe you should have followed those procedures before you went to the fucking Christmas parade to see Santa. Also, Santa and Mrs. Claus should follow guidelines from the CDC, including staying home and monitoring for fever and other coronavirus symptoms. You know who's not going to see Santa this year? My daughter. <laughs> right. You know why? Fucking COVID. Right. Goddamn motherfuckers. Maybe Stay maybe home. Santa should be first in line for the COVID vaccine. So he can spread joy instead of COVID. <laughs> instead of death. And now for our segment where Jason and Jeff offer helpful advice to fix your problems. I can fix it. I can fix that. We can fix it. I alone can fix it. Why do I fix everything I touch? It's the hour advice. So since we're such experts on what Santa should and shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Health experts. Maybe we should be health experts and answer some Yahoo Answers health questions. I mean, it goes without saying he should stay fucking home. Absolutely. But the question is, Jason, Uh can cranberry juice clean bacteria from the vagina? Uh, Is it mixed with any alcohol? Because maybe. Oh, oh, a vodka cranberry? There you go. What is it? So if you boof it, that means you blow it up your ass, Kavanaugh style. What is it when you... Do it up your uh, you vagina. Boof it. Oh, you, you douche it. it. No, no, voof. Voof. Oh, for voof. vagina, B for butt. Oh, but uh, it's like V O U F E with like a little accent over the E, so to make it fancy, yes. right? Okay. Yes. Like an umlaut. Like Glenneth Paltrow shit, right? Gwyneth Paltrow. Good. With her my vagina candle. <laughs> Seriously, that's. I'm not joking. That's an actual product. No, we've talked about it on the show. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was a show thing or a different podcast I listened to. No, that was us. Okay, we, we're uh, Jeff, we're like on the front front lines of podcasting. People don't even our like ten listeners don't even know it, but like we're really like we're cutting edge. We talk. What is the goop or what do they call it? The uh, yeah, the floop or the yeah. No, that's a fupa. Oh, okay. Sorry, Jeff. I'm a 73 year old female mm, with blood pressure that. of 99 over 58. Is this good? I, no, I've never heard of like the first number over under a hundred. That's very good. Ninety nine out of fifty eight. That's like an A plus 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 plus. You've almost got you almost got two hundred percent. Oh, oh, is that how it works? Yeah, you got to change it to a decimal. Okay, good. All right. Well, I'm glad the seventy three year old female is on Yahoo Answers. Um, Jason. Mm-hmm. So this is this is real. So will you be taking the vaccine? I've been asking you for this for real. Will you be taking the vaccine? Yeah, at some point. The, yeah, but okay. So I've heard some, from some people that they're not going to take the first vaccine that came out. I mean, so they go through a process, right? They are tested for safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much, no vaccine has any lasting effects beyond like four or five months. And it's not like it's not like the technology itself is different in this vaccine. It's just like the ingredients that they use in it it's like it's not like they invented new cake it's just a different type of cake it's a different flavor yeah it's different flavor okay so like there's no reason really to i i understand i'm not like criticizing anyone who might be a little concerned because it is new and whatever it's yeah Um, it's pretty scary yeah yeah but you have to you have to trust that. So I have 100% trust in Dr. Fauci. Do you feel that way as well? Yeah, like pretty much. If he takes it, I'm taking it, bro. I'm taking it. And there's a number of other people who I trust 
who are like, no, this is this is a safe thing. You can trust this. Right. So. Okay. I'm willing to give it a go. I'm taking it too. I'm ready as soon as yeah. I can get it. Because which I want I this thing to be June. over. I want this thing to be over. Me too. I'm I, I'm so sick of it. Like, I'm not a super social person necessarily. Like, being at home does not necessarily bother me too much. But I miss cooking with you. Yep. I miss doing podcasts in person with you. I miss having bonfires with friends. I miss traveling. I'm ready to be done. And the risk is probably it, – the risk is of a bad reaction to the vaccine is probably lower than the risk of COVID. Oh, what if it gives so, you autism? That would be crazy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm already 40, so I'm a <laughs> year old who contracts autism. You You'd know, the I've, I've lived a good life. Yeah. No, I, I like being by myself, but I like being my, by, by myself in other places. <laughs> so I want to travel. I want to go places. You know, I want to – I do want to go to bars. Man. I do want to go to like a, a group trivia, which was my main like social thing um, before the pandemic hit. So yeah, I'm ready. I'm fucking ready, bro. I'm not ready to go back to the office. That's not what I'm saying. Here's the thing: like, I feel like I'm far more effective teaching from home. <laughs> well, yeah, I think anyone's more effective working from home. Well, and like when we have our discussions, I don't have any students constantly interrupting i don't have behavior issues like i feel like the time is more efficient oh yeah so i don't know we'll see good you're next oh am i yeah uh jeff how come you never hear about anyone passing away from the flu (laughs) um i think it's rare these days but by rare i mean like what is it? I don't know. It's like it's like six hundred thousand people worldwide die each year of the flu. Worldwide, yeah. So they still do it. They still do it, bro. They still die. Yeah. But you just don't hear from it because it's it's more rare than it used to be. I th- I feel like there's that's a loaded question, which leads to our next question. Yeah. Jason, why is my uh-huh. chest bumpy and itchy? Uh, you probably have crabs on your chest. Jeff, mm. is it possible to develop fall allergies? <laughs> yeah. Like who? Yeah. So this person's 24 and they don't know about allergies yet. (laughs) I didn't get allergies until I was in my twenties. Right. But they don't know. Like you, when you got your allergies in your twenties, you were like, Oh, this is allergies. This is fine. Yeah. My doctor was like, here's some Allegra. Right. Ah, a medical bill. Jason, do I have HIV space question mark space question mark? Uh, have you been having sexual relations with someone who has HIV? Uh, not that I know of. So I wait, mean, probably wait, not. Wait. So this person says, so late August to September 9th, I've been sexually active with six guys, but only oral. Plus I'm gay. Wait, wait. I... Only oral. Are you receiving or giving? Plus I'm gay. <laughs> and I caught bacterial phalagitist. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. And every I, doctor says it's not an STD. So I got an STD plus HIV test on November 22nd. The results were negative. Then again, December 4th for HIV. I think you should probably stop fucking guys if you're worried about the HIV. Okay, so you've had two negative HIV tests. I think you're fine. He says my symptoms are stomach ache, body ache, thick whiteness on tongue, but it comes and goes. Yes, it does. And that's the thick whiteness on your tongue, my friend. 
I'm sure there's some other thick whiteness that's on your tongue that are coming and going. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's the joke. JPG. Jeff. Yes. Was it February or March when coronavirus went from being an epidemic to a pandemic? I don't remember, but I stopped going to the office in Mar- March. Jason, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have thick, solid, white mucus coming from my nose every day for the past few weeks, trying to identify what it is, can send a pic if needed. No, thanks. Jeff, can stress and depression cause tumors? Can we go back for a second? Sure. Um, so I be- I believe that's called the Angry Dragon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and it's caused by semen. Okay. <laughs> it's it's you know when you're when you're sucking a dick right, and the the person uh, ejaculates. You see, this is a, it's a very uh, very mature episode. The person ejaculates, and you. You know, they they go really Rated deep. Rated M for mature. And it goes so deep, it comes out your nose. And then it can turn into a strawberry shortcake if you get punched in the nose before that. But that's a whole other thing. And I don't see those symptoms here. Jeff, can stress and depression cause tumors? Because I'm stressed and depressed about that answer. <laughs> uh, my medical knowledge says I don't, I don't know. Uh, Jason, would a normal blood test at the doctor office show mercury poisoning? No. Have you been eating mercury? I did. Uh, so I did, uh, like, um, okay, so my mom, my grandma had this old thermometer, and I mm, thought in yeah. order to take my temperature, I had to eat it, mm-hmm. glass and all. Ooh. So I'm just hoping I'm okay. Just chew that up. Uh, my grandma had one of those old thermometers, and I remember seeing on a TV show, they held it up to, like, a, a light Mm-hmm. To to raise the temperature to make it look like they were um, uh, sick, mm-hmm. and so I tried that, and the whole thing exploded. Oh shit! Really? Could you have mercury poisoning? I don't know. Do I seem a little crazy, <laughs> uh, Jeff? <laughs> if your thirty-two year old son had type one diabetes and a heroin addiction, uh, and he was living under your roof, what would your rules be? I think it'd be very concerned. Um, because I would have been five years old when this son was born, and I don't think that person should be living under my roof. Um, is heroin high in sugar? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Well, but, you're fine. But a, um, uh, you can do cocaine, and that's another, another name for nose candy. So I think that'd be okay. <laughs> Jason, huh? aller- allergic to Cheerios? Probably not. Jeff, think the pandemic will have an end? Probably not. Jason, my elderly mother um, doesn't think she needs her meds. What do I do? Uh, hide it in a piece of ham and throw it to her. <laughs> and we'll be right back after these messages from Benford Tools. Jason, have you ever tried plant-based turk? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go on. <laughs> plant-based jerky. I have not. I tried it, and it tastes like um, flavored uh, tree bark. Oh, okay, that seems about right. Yeah. So let's move on. Well, Lori Pringle, uh, who once she pops, she cannot stop, of Hamilton, Ontario, <laughs> uh, 
is fighting back after a string of Ontario package thefts in her area. She's had a number of packages stolen from her porch in the past three years by miscreant porch pirates. They were all tubes of Pringles chips. (laughs) Every single one. That she had delivered for free from her company because she's the heiress of the Pringle fortune, obviously. So when I was younger, little, young, so we were talking about chips. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember liking Pringles, and the Pringles I liked were the sour cream and onion Pringles. Sure. As an adult, I hate them. Why? Uh, The... Uh, and and the only Pringle that I like is the plain Pringle. What? All all Pringles are good. No, no, no Pringles are good. No way. They're so good, bro. So, so that's the problem. So what we were talking about was uh, I really was a fan as a child of uh, Tater Skins. Oh, Tater Skins were good. So good. I remember Tater Big, Skins. Uh, t- you know what I always hated, though, as a child? Hmm. Bugles. I didn't like Bugles either. I remember, like, I would put them on my fingers. Like like you do. You have to. And you have, like, you know, the kind of fingers. <laughs> right. But I hated them. They were terrible. My mom would get them. Didn't like them. So as a kid, you would have the, the bugles on your fingers and the, the duck lips from the uh, Pringles and the uh, crazy dead eyes from the tater skins, right? <laughs> so the tater skins yeah. looked very exactly. weird. They didn't look appetizing. And yeah, I, I'm... Well, Pretty One sure side that... was like the skin side, so it was like darker, and the other side was the potato side. Right. I thought they were delicious, but I think they've I love they have become the TGI Fridays, uh, like stuffed potato, whatever chips. I think so. Which I are still like very good. I think. Store. I'm gonna buy a pack of those. Yeah. If I can find them, uh, and and do a little like test. Like, is this what I remember? It won't be. It won't it be won't as good. Be. No. It's, no. It's, it's been some time. Do you um, like um? Do you like salt and vinegar chips at all? I don't. Okay. Not a thing I care for. Right. The um, the one thing that I feel like has maintained is uh, combos. Yep, combos are are the same. Yeah. Combos are the same. They're a great travel snack. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. So good. Excellent travel snack. That and uh, Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Love and and some. I like a, a good meat based jerky. <laughs> So we used to use Slim Jims on, uh, on oh. road trips. But oh, the other yeah. thing is we'd also do caramel corn rice cakes. Caramel corn rice cakes. Never did there those. Was, and, and apple cinnamon. There was never a trip we went on where we did not have uh, packages of those. I think they should, um, now that Randy Man Savage is dead, I think they should redo the um, the Slim Jim commercials and do it with like a like a gay porn star. Oh, snap into a Slim Jam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Lori Pringle, uh, as we said, are fi- is fighting back against uh, package thieves, these, these miscreant porch pirates. So she decided to pack up poop in a delivery box before leaving it on her front porch. Was it her own Pringle poop? <laughs> she ate a whole bunch of Slim Jims and then shit into a box. And it came out as a stack of actual Pringles. It's weird. <laughs> it didn't take long for a man to take the bait. And Pringle reports that the box was stolen only 40 minutes later. Mm. Well, you know what they say, 30 minutes or it's free. <laughs> so Avoid there's a, the noid. There's a guy 
it's annoying oh my gosh <laughs> there was a nintendo game the annoyed nintendo game. i remember that i i rented that from uh video <laughs> hits plus uh-huh. or uh or was it um mammoth it video from, so we the the local grocery store where i grew up was called fell poshes fell i oh my god and so i haven't fell heard fell posh in 20 years <laughs> so they had a, a video store that was in the grocery store and then they moved it to a, a building outside, like in the the parking lot of the Felposh. Okay. Yeah. And so I remember renting that game from I think it was there. There was another there was another rental place next to um the Kmart. I think it was a Fantastic Sam's, which makes zero sense. Like they did like haircuts and tanning and Nintendo rentals. Wow. It was a weird time in the 80s. So the, the last fell posh became a save a lot in 2015, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that it was like a, I thought it was like a local, like Mr. Fell posh opened the store kind of a thing. I didn't know it was a chain. It, it, it was a small chain. It was like a Piggly Wiggly of the, of Michigan. I think West Michigan. Okay, okay. I remember my mom got um, dishes from the, like there was like a, like you saved up coupons or something. And you got dishes. Yeah. Like stoneware kind of dishes, oh, yeah. and she got them from the wash. Do you ever? Uh, I don't know if commercials still say in your grocer's freezer. Like I never had they, a grocer; I had a Meyer. They do. They do, they do say that. Like Did nobody's you know the, a. Sorry. The Piggly Wiggly was the first grocery store where you got to like get your own groceries. Is that right? That, that was their big thing because before then you'd like go and like the grocer would grab all your stuff and put it in a box and like give it to you and. The Piggly Wiggly, you went and you picked out your own things off the shelf. Really? And now they get the wrong things from the shelf and shove it into your car or deliver it to your home. They do. They do. Perfect. Well, it didn't take long. As we said, it took only 40 minutes. And Pringle was able to capture the reported thief on video and claims that this isn't the first time that the suspect has stolen in the area before. I also posted this on the neighborhood app. And someone has said the same guy stole her package as well, she said. Well, as long as he's not stealing her husband's package. That's, well, well, you know. In an airport bathroom, I assume. (laughs) Uh, Package theft isn't uncommon, especially during the holiday months. And the Toronto police put out a safety, a public safety alert about a recent increase in package thefts in the city. Oh, I didn't realize the, I, I, I didn't even think about she was Ontarian. And she we were re- reading it at FDR instead of, um, you know. Ooh, sorry. Oh, the the other guy. What's his name? I posted. Uh, who's the ca- Who's the Canadian FDR? Do you think? Uh, Trudeau. No. His dad. Not current Trudeau. Trudeau. Oh. True, maybe. <laughs> so uh, a quick Google search: Who is the Canadian FDR? Um, brings up the food and drug re- regulations for laws.justice.gc.ca. So that sounds about right. All right, there we go. Thanks, Google. You, Thanks you said nothing. it was the, the what? The what department? I forget. I closed it. <laughs> food and Drug Administration? Sure, I don't know. Have they heard about these tomatoes? Which tomatoes? Scientists have produced a tomato to synthesize the Parkinson's disease drug L-DOPA. Oh, which could be a new affordable source of one of the world's essential medicines. That sounds very nice. The team modified the tomato by introducing a gene responsible for the synthesis of L-DOPA in beetroot. 
where it functions in the production of the pigments. Beet. I don't like the word beetroot. Beetroot. They the, introduced them. They're like, hello, this is L dopa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, and is this, is, this is tomato beetroot. The beet beetroot sounds like ointment. It's just it's uh, just a lot of glottal stops in the same word. I don't like it. I don't like it. The beetroot needs to report that report that kind of abuse. It's not acceptable. And then you move. so when I worked at the university, I remember in the bathroom, the men's bathroom, there were like little tiny pamphlets about abuse of of men is also abuse, and you should report it. Okay. That's true. Did they say anything about beetroots? They they did not. Okay. They did not. Uh, Professor Kathy Martin, author of the study, said, The idea is that you can grow tomatoes with relatively little infrastructure. Then you can scale up at a relatively low cost. You can make a purified product relatively low tech, which could be dispensed locally. The drug L-DOPA is produced from tyrosine, an amino acid found in many foods. Um, I get mine from steak and chicken and um, carne asada tacos. Ooh, carne asada. See? Uh, are, they, are they produced by Tyrone? I don't know. I'm not sure the guy's name that made them. Well, Tyrone had seen that I really like these kind of tacos. Oh, yeah. Are you doing a movie thing? Is that a movie I thing? Do not, no, I do not think so. Okay. The, <laughs> the research team inserted a gene encoding a tyrosinase, an enzyme that uses tyrosine to build molecules such as L-DOPA. I cannot wear shoes because they make me fall down. Jason. That is from the movie. The Birdcage is, mm-hmm. is a classic movie that they'll be watching in film school for decades, I feel. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Will will modern people see it as transphobic? I don't know. And maybe it'll be a you know a commentary so I guess, on. I guess part of the point is that the the opposing like the future in laws are homophobic and transphobic probably as well. Yeah. And I, having to deal with that. I thought it was very um, forward thinking for the '90s. Um, however, having non-gay people play gay parts kind of seems like having non, uh, non-black Nathan people gay. gay. Huh? What? Isn't Nathan Lane gay? He is, but Robin Williams but was not, and uh, Hank not. Azaria is not. That is true. Right. But I think a lot of the other characters, a lot of the other gay characters on in that movie were actually gay. I think a lot of the yeah. drag queens were actually drag queens. I don't I, think... Um, thing. I don't really care. It's a hilarious movie. I thought it was very funny. It's one of my favorite Robin Williams movies. I think so. And actually, I think I like Nathan Lane the best. I think in the future, we will have problems with uh, non-synthetic people playing synthetic parts. Like Robin Williams in... in, um, The fuck was that movie? Was it AI? No, he wasn't an AI. Was he an AI? Some Bicentennial Man. That's the one I'm thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lived to 200 and he wanted to be human. Oh, boy. Well, you uh, know. The fully synthesized tomatoes carried levels of 150 milligrams of L-DOPA per kilogram. So what does this mean? What, is, what, what are we talking about here? So the tomatoes makes the drug. Okay, so you eat the tomato on a cheeseburger and you'll cure Parkinson's? Is that what's happening? Yeah, well, if you can get the cheeseburger into your mouth. Right. Unless you ask it for no tomatoes. The, the tomato always flies out of the bottom of the 
the sandwich whenever you eat it anyway. It, it does. Someone's going to have to help Michael J. Fox. <laughs> Here comes the airplane. Here comes <laughs> yeah. the DeLorean. Open your mouth. Okay, I've got a, I've got a stabilized spoon for you. Uh, furthermore, the researchers even hope to extract the L-DOPA in the plant and modify it to a pharmaceutical product. So I think it's not about the tomatoes. It's about inserting a, a inserting um, the, the drug into a commonly used food, perhaps. So here's the uh, thing. Like part of like as I was reading the article, part of it sounded like there was an issue getting the the drug into certain countries. And this was like a workaround almost like the tomatoes were fine and the tomatoes gave you all the building blocks to build the necessary pharmaceutical cocktail that you need for the drug. Could this be like the um, the government putting fluoride in our water and making the frogs gay? No, I thought that made you a mindless drone who can't think for themselves. Right, right, right. That's, that's okay. what I'm told. Speaking of uh, mindless drones. Go on. Beverly Seltzer. A mindless drug? Of of the Seltzer fortune. Oh, 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 oh. She <laughs> she must have a lot of money in White Claw. <laughs> she can't keep a $4.15 million winning lottery ticket because she employed a ruse. It was Ooh. a clever ruse to get it from the supermarket where she worked, a Pennsylvania State Superior Court panel ruled. When Miss Seltzer, in this instance, deviated from the ACME procedures that she usually followed, she acted surreptitiously and was not forthcoming about the circumstances of the purchase, Judge Mary Jane Bowers wrote in her decision. So you, did you say ACME? ACME. It's the name of the company she worked for. And they were shipping things to Wiley Coyote out in the Southwest, they were, I assume? They had a lot of like roller skates and fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> they never worked. But, you know, Acme means like like the definition of Acme is like high quality. Really? Yeah. I th- uh, So my thing is with, with the Wiley Coyote, I think it's a comment on uh, how capitalism fails us. Because there's only one company that sells roller skates and a rocket that you can light onto your ass that'll f- careen you off a cliff. But he keeps going back to the Acme. He doesn't buy anything but the Acme company. And they That's ship it directly to him. So they I think do. Acme is Amazon. So Acme, noun, the point at which something or someone is best, perfect, or most successful. Really? Interesting. There you go. Maybe that'll be uh, Amazon now. So the judges found that the Acme store that Seltzer worked for is the rightful owner of the ticket and the prize money because of how the Acme store in Doylestown handles Pennsylvania lottery tickets that are printed by mistake, which this ticket was printed by mistake, uh, from the automated terminals placed in the uh, placed by state lottery commissions. This is very confusing to me, but let's go so, on. So the Pennsylvania State Lottery Commission places these automated terminals in stores. And sometimes, mis- mistakenly, tickets are printed. Why? I don't know. Okay. But this ticket was mistakenly printed. And so Acme must pay the lottery commission for each mistakenly printed ticket. But if one of those mistakenly printed tickets are a winner, they're allowed to keep that money. 
So the company is paying what, like a dollar per ticket, I assume, right? Yeah, but it's also keeping the winnings. And so the $4.15 million mistake match six ticket at issue in the Seltzer case was in a pile with other mistake tickets when Seltzer reported for work at the store's customer service desk in March. And she discovered part of her job was to go through these mistaken tickets and like, you know, I guess pay for them, like process them. However, the store processes them because they have to pay the state lottery commission for these mistakenly printed tickets. This has got to be premeditated, though, right? Because she got to, she's got to be thinking, bro, bro, she's thinking, if I find a winning ticket, I'm taking it and I'm well, leaving and I'm quitting this shitty ass job for the rest of my life. Well, Seltzer discovered the winning ticket as she was processing the mistake pile. And so she took $10 out of her purse and rang up a transaction to buy the ticket instead of following store procedures and leaving the ticket for Acme to claim. Even She was like, I'm buying this ticket. Even viewing the evidence in the light, most favorable to Ms. Seltzer, no reasonable fact finder could conclude that Ms. Seltzer acted in the good faith belief that she was permitted by law or by Acme's policies to give Acme... (laughs) Ten dollars in exchange for four point one five million dollars, Bose said in the decision. <coughs> Sorry about my um, inhale there. I did so. I should say I should remark. I snorted earlier. I, uh, I think in the beginning <laughs> of the you? podcast, I did. I did that when I was inhaling, and I just I have to say it. I have to put it out there. I knew that I, it happened, I but we didn't stop. It. Yeah, didn't even notice it. So this lady committed fraud, and um, she doesn't deserve. She doesn't deserve the four million. Surely they're there could have been a way for her to like find a more sneaky way to get this ticket. Right. Like, right. But so this company Acme is just keeping the $4.15 million then for themselves. 4.15. Do you think they fired her? I bet they fired. I assume they fired her. If they didn't, they should have given her a raise. You don't sue a company that you work for without getting fired. Right. Uh, I think they find a reason to, to get rid of you. Don't they? Yeah. But there might be laws against, you know, what do they call it? Oh, that? I'm um, sure there's laws. Whatever, yeah. Sure, there's plenty of laws. So, okay, so before we move on, I want to talk a little bit about um, capitalism and COVID and stuff. So we we have this whole thing where people are like, you should order from local restaurants because they're going to go out of business and you're struggling on COVID. During COVID, whatever they say. I don't know what they say. People say stuff. <laughs> I say it's not the company that is is at issue here it's the people that work at the company and the owners but the owners of the company take a certain risk when they open a company when they open a business in a capitalist society everyone's like well they should be able to stay open because well that's fine but then like we still have to close businesses because people don't know how to stay at home and the business owners should be given the same relief and the same unemployment relief as the workers that work at the company. So even though, let's say, a restaurant might shut down, the people that own the restaurant and the people that work at the restaurant are still being taken care of. It's not about companies. It's not about businesses. It's about the people well, that own them and work at them. Right? Not in America because right? we gave one check and that was the end of it. Ugh, well, $1,200. Um, that should last you, what, eight months, Right. Now that now that we are, what is it like? Twelve dollars a month or something? What is it? What is the what is the math on that? Uh, twelve hundred. When did we get the twelve hundred? Ten months ago, one hundred twenty dollars a month. Yeah, one hundred twenty dollars a month. 
Yeah, perfect. Like, that's, that's what I mean. You need to survive, right? Exactly. Ridiculous. Fucking Ridiculous. Mitch McConnell. Fucking bitch McConnell. Ugh. And and the idea that like he's insisting that that companies should be barred or like protected from all liability when they make their employees come to work and get sick. Ridiculous. Like, fuck you. Companies you know? should not be protected from liability. People should be protected from liability. Corporations exactly. shouldn't be people. Let's talk about that. Corporations should not have any protections whatsoever. Exactly. So, socialist I mean, so Jason, what did we learn some, today? We learned that that statement probably was incorrect, and I'm sure there's some sort of uh, point in which case I am wrong. Uh, but at this point, uh, we learned that if you steal a lot- lottery ticket from your employer, they're going to get $4.15 million. <laughs> I got that eventually. Right. Somebody should email us and tell, tell us how we were wrong um, about whatever we just said. <laughs> We also learned um, that you can eat a tomato and be a little less shaky. Uh, we learned that if people keep stealing boxes from your porch, shit in a box. I it's put my shit, shit in a box. box. Yes, we went the same place. Yes, I love it. I love what. So we're not even looking at each other, but we're still on ah. the same page, bro. Uh, we've also learned that Santa gives kids COVID. And that Santa gives grandma COVID. Hooray. And this hour has been an hour and 20 minutes about usual yeah so jason mm-hmm. hold on let's let the music die down for a second i was a little early hey how's carl dandleton doing these days i think he's doing fine he's uh he's immune to covid oh so he is yeah yeah he hasn't had to worry about that right did he get a vaccine or something or no, no it's just in his blood oh so the vaccine was based off of his body yeah, 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 yeah. He, he helped out Pfizer. That's why it was so quick. Oh, yeah. So Carl Danielson, not gone, not forgotten. Nope. And and our savior for all life on, on COVID Earth. Of course, yeah. So um, the Cleveland uh, what's-their-names have decided to drop the what's-their-name name because it's, it's you know, insensitive and racist. The Cleveland Native Americans? Yeah, that's the one, yeah, which, which would be a great name for a baseball team. So they gonna be? They used to be just the Clevelands. So you know the Washington. uh, What's the names? All over here. The four. The former Washington. What's their names? Are now called just the Washington Football Team, right? Are they? Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought they were still the what's their names. No, they are just the Washington Football Team, and they're doing very well this season. Sports, 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 sports. Um, but the 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 Cleveland um baseball team used to be called the Cleveland Infants. That's real. Hmm. Um, and also the Cleveland Spiders, which is, I don't really agree with that sports name, but whatever. But this is real. So um, they had uh, people on their team. This is in the, the late 1800s. Cleveland late Spiders, 1800s. yeah. Early, the early years of baseball. Right. They had, the years of baseball when if you go to Greenfield Village, that's the rules they played by. And yeah. And yeah, and look these up on on Wikipedia if you want. They had names like uh, players like Icebox Chamberlain, or which... or Pretzels Getzen. Um, Getzen some pretzels. Right, Cowboy Jones. Good old Mike Goodfell. What I'm walking here? Hey what, yo, I'm like a clown here to amuse you. Did you know that there's a uh, a football player named Deuce McAllister these days? Really? Yeah, like a real. But back in 1896, there was a baseball player named Sport McAllister. There's also Chippy McGar. 
and Cinders O'Brien. Uh, I loved him on Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Which is what happened to him after he got blown up um, with with um, Julian after he discovered the um, cure for that one plague. Um, COVID? No, yeah, that's fine. There's also Crazy Schmidt? And Louis Sokalexis. I like the twins of Patsy and Pussy Taboo. Beautiful. There's the Jim Toy and the Peekaboo Beach. I love his granddaughter. She's so good at skiing. <laughs> Peekaboo Street, you're talking about. Oh, well, you know, they. she married in. Yeah. Uh, there's also Highbell Wilson. That wasn't his name. That's just his favorite drink. <laughs> and there's also Rasty Wright, which I think you can look up in Urban Dictionary these days. Wasn't he on an episode of Scooby-Doo? Rashy Wright. 